Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. Excuse me. We call them thick boy shuffles over here. Now it is the, it's a rule that you have to use it. I had a TARDIS in my pocket. Um, okay. So it's totally That's worth it. That's what they all say. I have breaking news, breaking news. It was Vesemir. That's it! Hey! <laughs> Sassy vampire. Like, I'm not going out in that sunlight. That was how he was running. You saw that, right? <laughs> and, hello. Hi. So, hey, we're now live. Yeah, it goes that quickly now because we upgraded. Yeah. To the 250 totally streamlined Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation. And of course, this is the Triforce Podcast, of course. I am your host, Matthew Bugrell, the Madman. And in the Purjanger box, we not only have Christopher Bristow, the old man, Link is so excited. It is Wonderful Woman, Katarina Thermoscara, back from her Comic Con circuit in Thermoscara. She, of course, it's quiet time. I even shut the music down. It's not, it's not, it's not that time. But it is time to start the show as we always, what the fuck was that? Uh, Start the show as we always do. Jesus Christ. And rails have been off. I have a TARDIS. We were just talking about how we've upgraded and. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I'm sorry. Except for that. Yeah, we're going to edit that. That was a self fulfilling (laughs) topic. I I had a TARDIS in my pocket, giggity. Um, Okay. So it's totally worth it. That's what they all say. (laughs) 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 We start off this podcast. You back? (laughs) Yeah, I know. The same way, hopping over here to pjandwh.com, where you're going to find all the funny and luggy nutty moments right up top as well. If you scroll down, you'll find all the latest podcasts. That's you. Oh, right. I was just watching the show. Sorry to interrupt the show, but you need to produce it a little. (laughs) But you'll find... Last week's Triforce podcast, Kojima Crossing. We are Crossing. a narcissistic bunch. <laughs> Kojima <laughs> Crossing, Ultimate Lebowski. Oh, man, I should have added on your loop from big, uh, from the next story. Well, the next tab in the Purjangers and Wallhangers website, which and, is... Uh, there's, no, there's no loop. I'm sitting there absolutely perfectly still for Wall an Jan- hour. <laughs> Wallhanger Gaming. That You'll is really <laughs> creepy. I just caught I'll a little move. bit of that. I'm like, hey, here, here's we'll the change it with the game. We're, we're, yeah, we're time. gonna we're gonna I'll change it for next time. Next He'll time. move a little bit more, but it won't. It, yeah, but we got a loop for Big Brother. <laughs> He's like, all right, <laughs> sit still. So I did. I sat absolutely, absolutely still. still, sitting still and blinking. He I do blink. He blinks a couple times, but it's like, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Wait, there's a blink. There's a blink. Ready? I'll pause it. Ready? There, blink. You see? He blinked. It's okay. He's alive. He's just still for some reason. Yeah. What is he doing? I can only imagine the people that are watching it. It's just like, why is he just... There's no mouth link up? I, I don't know what I'm watching, but I can't stop I wonder stop if there looking. was... I just wonder very... if they thought it was yet another cardboard cutout. At <laughs> Maybe. We have animatronics for the eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> They're advanced cardboard cutouts. The voice box will still be a used Furby. 
<laughs> I was gonna go Tamagotchi, uh, but that's good. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna go Teddy Ruxpin. I think Ooh. we've all. Oh. I think we've all named our generational toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, psychology. <laughs> but um, a fan reached out to me, and he that wanted so me to. <laughs> this, since we're still in Pajanger Corner here, my buddy, kid sister. <laughs> uh, this local guy, this local musician, Hayden, he let me know that there's a first responders concert at the Parkside Firehouse, October 30th, 2021. Starts at 6 and it ends around 9. Food, drinks, and adult beverages. So you might want to hop on over there if you're a music fan and get your, you know, relax on. Obviously, safety standards, all that, you know, you're not going to flood in the place. So, you know, check out for tickets. I'm going to get more information to share that. But... Chris and I uh, linked up before the podcast uh, yesterday, and we met a fan here in the uh, you know locally. So it was it's uh, nice to get local community awareness, awareness yes. out there. So especially when it's you know music concert, we already have we have music yeah. nerds on here all the time. You were yeah, you were going on a long romantic walk. Yes, like we do it often. To my new car. Yeah, there's yeah. new. Car. Is there any other kind really? <laughs> you know. It's such a nice time out, actually getting a fall. Anyway. But we don't come here for that. No. We start off this podcast the same way tonight. <laughs> Ghost assassinating monkey. Right Mackie, wrong movie. Too big TV and so much more on the Triforce podcast. We're going to go over to our first story, which, of course, is Hulu's Hit Monkey. Should be a trailer above. Or below. Is that on the right story? That's on the last story. You're going to want to go to the first. One. This makes no sense. Not lug nuts. Whatsoever. We're not talking about the Mazda. You don't want to talk about that Mazda story? We're not story talking again. about the Mazda story again. <laughs> Thank you. It's blocking my forehead. So it's just it's me right. looking at you suspiciously. And I stand by that. Yeah, it checks yeah. out. Yeah, it checks out. But another sure thing. That guy. Another thing that checks out is Hulu's new trailer for Hit Monkey comes here on the Hitmonkey joins forces with the uh, with the ghost of an assassin to take down the Yakuza after his tribe is murdered. The ghost of an assassin. Because at that point, who wouldn't? You know? Totally reasonable. Does the ghost of the assassin have a name? Ghost of the assassin? Yeah, we can call him Ted. Okay. The ghost is called Ted. You know, I hope he lives up to Roy. I don't know who's doing the score for this, but based on what I've heard, I'm super looking forward to the soundtrack, which feels like a weird thing to say about an animated show, but I am. Oh, no. I, especially with a lot of anime, you'll get really good soundtracks and a lot right. of animated stuff. And it's just like anime really put like a split uh, emphasis on their intros and you get some like yeah. one punch, which are like really hard rocking in the beginning. And then at the end, it's say Maya. And it's like a piano, like orchestrate. And then I'm like, I got it. It's beautiful. But you just pump me up with like some fucking queen style rock in the beginning and then nothing. No. But anyway. Here we are walking through a meadow. <laughs> that, that doesn't that doesn't match. Yeah, so. like a full metal alchemist kind of did that too. Like it, it did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just so, get, get to the story. Announced to 2019, Hitmonkey is based on the character created by Daniel Way and Dalbor Taljik. 
that debuted in 2010. Hit Monkeys number one. The show is co-created and executive produced by Josh Gordon and Will Speck with uh, Joe Castillo. Quesada. Quesada. I love those things. Were they with the cheese and the? Yes, with the the uh, the melted cheese, the queso in in the middle. Yeah, Joe Queso, yeah. also serving yeah. as EP. <laughs> you have George Takai as Shinji. I've heard of him. Um, Jason Sudeikis as Bryce. Olivia Munn as uh, Akia, Akiko. Uh, Ali Mackey as Haruka. Nobi Nakashi is. Ito, uh, Fred Tatascori is monkey. Obviously, he's you know that guy, the white monkey. So you know, I let it. Um, I let are it the stories up on 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 the PJ account? They are not. See <laughs> <laughs> so what you can do is tune in. Well, like old machine. <laughs> we're we're freestyling tonight, and it's fine. Right. We're well, gonna roll with that. What you see before you is I a literally with just got done preparing the podcast before I sent that Zoom call out. So this know. is the remix. We're fine. Yeah, we're ad libbing. Um. Right. So, would you like me to verbally describe everything for you, Chris? No, no we can see it. Oh. I yeah. think we can it's, see it. Can you see it? I can see I'm, it. I can see it. I so don't know what you see. I don't see it. I'm French not gonna touch call it. Winging it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is improvisation. Our smooth train of Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we just gotta learn progress. yes and like, you know, all the great improvs. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> so uh you know I'm excited. Uh people will be able to see Hit Monkey show Modoc showrunner Jordan Blum said in May. I've seen a little bit of it, and it looks amazing. It, I was consulted on other shows because I was possibly going to do The Offenders if it ever came to be. It was really cool. Everyone got to do their own thing. We didn't change a single thing in our sh- in our show. But, no, you know, I think you want to give uh, showrunners a little bit of freedom to kind of establish their characters and the voice of their shows and not worry too much about how it all fits together. That was going to be my burden. So it sounds like he would have had a really good, you know, idea for laying this out. Okay. Like you're going to let the, well, you're going to let the people actually develop their characters and then say, all right, well, now I'm going to take those characters and we're going to go to A, B, and C. Okay. We'll, We'll allow it. You know, so, well, it's not going to happen, apparently, because pulled that plug. Um, Hitmonkey will arrive on Hulu November 17th. Okay. Right before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. November is looking to be a really good month for content. We're getting Hawkeye. Now we're getting Hitmonkey. Aren't we getting Witcher as well? Uh, I thought that was December. Coming up. It's oh, always it uh, Yeah, Witcher is December. Um, the animated movie for Witcher, uh, which was on, Chris, what was his name? Netflix. Netflix. No, okay. not Netflix. I remember Netflix. The uh, <laughs> The Witcher before um, Geralt. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. The supercomputer broke. See, Uh-oh. he broke me. I broke. Him. I break him. This He's is how buffering. This Give him a minute. <laughs> uh, it's right on the tip of our tongues, but 
I don't know. We can see your comments, so comment below. Um, yes. Another thing we can see, while he's sticking to that, is the next story. Because Like 10 minutes from now, he's going to yell out. <laughs> is that going to be like you raising your hand, just your new soundboard over there? Yeah, I'm, jo- I'm enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> so, Sun Kang's Star Wars character will apparently have a lightsaber in Obi-Wan. It did rap uh, filming. So, he was, uh, uh, what was he, Juan uh, from the Fast and Furious? It was literally the last oh, I one I remember. watched. He's from Tokyo Drift. Yep. Yeah, he did Tokyo and, Drift. And I vaguely uh, remember him that. Is he going to play? It was the, the last character? one I watched because it was really shit. Like and Fast 7? Oh and four or five, and he came back in nine. Oh. We're at num- We're at number twenty-two now. Uh, eighty-eight miles an hour, <laughs> going into space. So I have only seen the first three. That's where that's I stopped too. To see. I think I saw yeah. the first one, and that's it. That's that's good enough too. You don't really need to go deep into that franchise. Three is where you see this guy Han, um, and Solo. Not no Solo. Han had died and came back and, I don't know, had sex with a rabbit or something. I, I I don't know what goes on in that franchise. Okay. I'm just speculating. I don't know. But... It looks like he watched the Pornhub version. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Easter theme. Um, <laughs> Sun Kang sat down with Screen Rant to talk about Fast and the Furious. No, they were probably only up to nine. Otherwise, he's talking about an old film, and that would make sense. Uh, but at some point... It ended up talking about what it means to join the Star Wars universe. And he went on to say, I used to dress up in cheap Kmart plastic Halloween costumes, Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, almost every single day from 8 to 13 years old. So he wasn't weird. My friends and I would pretend and we would make our own lightsabers out of toilet paper centers and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. And paper towel, cardboard, uh, so he's one of us. Yeah, and yeah. to be able to be on set and see Darth Vader and That's see the Star do. Wars in universe in front of me, I mean, just as a fan, to be able to be part of that history is pretty amazing. I keep pinching myself to go, did I end up here? And my character has a lightsaber, too, uh, to go. So, I don't know. They fucking... And I got a lightsaber, yeah. I got a lightsaber? I used to play with cardboard tubes? I mean, I don't know. But it is cool that I kind of think he mentions in this quote, though. I did want to at least get that first part right because he mentions talking about being in front of Vader. So you have to imagine he has a scene with Vader. Hayden Christensen Christensen is returning. We have Obi-Wan. I mean, I, I can't wait to see this series just to see how they're going to map this out. This you don't really untold really, real Vader. You don't really need him. You just get a tall guy in a suit. Yeah, and James Earl Jones. I think it's important for Hayden to come back and show what he can do, as opposed to what he was made to do in the prequels. Yeah. Um, there, I'm sure there's going to be some course correction going on in the series, and if they do it as beautifully as they did Rogue One, this is going to be a killer show. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, although yeah. I've been trying to avoid reading too much on it because you know i like to go in and be surprised but knowing that there's a fanboy in there that warms my heart that's that's always good to hear oh absolutely i just hope it isn't just that short one-off of like you see him in the first episode and vader's just out hunting jedi and like younglings i I think the people behind it care too much about star wars to do something like that 
Well, there was I one article that came out. The original editor of the original trilogy was shitting on the sequel trilogy, saying it was not done right and all that. I mean, it was not that bad for her to, like, she really fucking hated them. Like, I don't know what happened in your childhood, but. Ooh. I think a lot of people like to jump on the hate bandwagon, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is popular, especially that one rumor that, like, Filoni and, F- and Favreau are just going to erase the sequel trilogy. Like, no, there's other ways they're going to be doing that. They, they're probably telling you that, and, you know, the leakers that well, to shut up. They can make it a side quest. That's fine. Yeah. I, I didn't hate any of the Star Wars movies, so but there's just some better? that I'll watch more often than others, and... and yeah, that's the worst I'll say of any of them. Yeah, there are I, some that I will rewatch, and others that I probably won't. When I watch them, I just think they could have been so much better. They were, they, they were, were all right. They, they were, were they weren't they're, they're not horrible. They're watchable. Yeah, they're whatever. But if you're going through the the movie uh, run Lucas of watching younger. that franchise, like, well, yeah, yeah you got to watch them. You know, just like you're you got to watch Solo and you got to watch Rogue One, right? You know, and people are starting. <clears throat> To add in Rebels and Clone Wars and Bad Batch into that. Because all canonically, it it's all good stuff. And then, yes, the movies, were they handled right? No. But you can move on from that. You can yeah. pull differentiate pull from that. We've already seen the retconning happen. Ignore that. We're moving forward. Exactly. So it's Disney. They will. They did do a Disney day. It's the anniversary of the when Disney Plus went. I think it's like December 12th or some shit like that. So that's when they're going to do their announcing. We're going to see, uh, you're going to be able to watch like Shang-Chi, uh, you know, Jungle Cruise, and a whole bunch of different content, Simpsons shorts on December 12th on the Disney Plus for no extra fee. Yeah. So that was cool. And they're also going to be releasing trailers. So this trailer they're releasing is supposedly setting up the movies that they have coming. And the okay. stuff they have coming. So we have this coming, giggity, December 12th. Now, what would you like to see them actually give us a little sneak peek of? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I don't want to see X-Men yet. I don't even want to see really Fantastic Four. Well, it's Disney, so, you know, how deep does that well go? You know, <laughs> give me some of the stuff that's end phase four, beginning phase five, maybe like, Give me a little blade. Show me Mahershala Ali. You can't tell me you can't. Ha- you don't have a teaser for him, for him by now. Nope. Yeah, it's still a tough one for me. Yeah, I, I. It's racing in my brain to try to pick one thing, and there's so many things that like I'm thinking of, and then immediately dismissing of like, no, it's too soon. No, it's too soon. No, it's too much. No, it's too obscure. But um. I just I just want them to put out good content, and if Shang Chi is any indication, then they're they're keeping the bar set high. I just Marvel, I'm sorry, your female led films are still not up to par to what you're putting out for your male led films, mm-hmm. and you need to do better. Well, that's the hope of uh, the Marvels, but. With the name the Marvels, there's a lot of Marvels. There's Marvel Boy. There's you know Captain Marvel from a diff- parallel universe in the comics, and a whole bunch of di- there's a bunch of different ways they could bring those in. Marvel Boy. Yeah, yeah. 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 They it's did kinda, reach it's a lot. It's kind of odd that you see it because we we've discussed this on previous podcasts that like if 
if Black Widow was released when Captain Marvel was released, you would have had done two things. One, you wouldn't have this lawsuit with Scarlett Johansson and Disney. Yeah, because she's suing for a hundred million. Yep, as she should. Queen, get your money. <laughs> and, and she put in her time, so she she, she would have made that money if they did it the way old man and, said. And then, and because um, Captain Marvel wasn't as up to par as Kat said, that would have been a better segue into like in between Infinity War and Endgame. I agree. They just put too much emphasis, I think, or hope, rather, into their male side characters like Samuel L. Jackson and Nick uh, uh, Coulson. It it didn't feel really like Carol's movie. It felt like Carol and the Cat. And even the Black Widow movie did not feel like Natasha's movie. It felt like um, Florence Pugh, which I already forgot her Uh, name. uh, Yelena Belanov. Yelena felt more like her movie than it was Natasha's and and that that's that's pretty shitty. Yeah. But with I'll say this, with watching Shang-Chi, there is hope for the future, especially once you watch Scarlet uh uh, uh WandaVision, uh Captain WandaVision uh, was amazing. Captain America no Winter Soldier, I'll call it that. Also amazing. And as well as Congrats Loki. on the Emmy for for WandaVision. Oh yeah, WandaVision and I believe Well earned. What was it Mando? One of the one of the other Disney plays. Mando Mando yeah. got nominated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I will acknowledge that nominated. about the enemies. I mean, it's an Emmy, but you know, it's good that they won that award. I'm not going to take that away, but you know. I'll wait for the Academy. It was a show that was different and it was an homage to like previous shows have passed while still keeping their uh their narrative intact so oh, it didn't it didn't emulate too well this like, is probably i'm we're so going glad into... that it's a show yeah i think if they had tried to do that as a movie it wouldn't have done as well oh it wouldn't um, have translated doing it well. as a doing it as a series was a brilliant move yeah the show itself was brilliant i was 100 on board from episode one i know some people were more of a slow burn to get there but you take that you take captain america and the winter soldier you take loki and you see what they can do. And and I just, and I hate to, to beat a dead horse here, but I really hate what they gave us as far as they're only two female-driven films. Mm. And they have an opportunity to do better, and I hope they do. Yeah. They know, the, they know the formula. They know what works. They can put out good content. I just don't know why they're not doing that as much for their women as they are their men. Well, I, I also think, think that's Marvel why. A huge disservice. If they do an all-female Avengers... But don't call it female Avengers. Just do an all female Avengers movie. Yeah, just call make it, it good. The just call it the Avengers. Or Avengers, you know, uh, Kang's defeat. It's all female Avengers in there. They're their main characters. Do that. Make it a good story. Put a little effort into it. Yeah. yeah. Give it some gusto. Some substance. Yeah. yeah. Give it the old razzle dazzle. You know, a little filler in there. Thicken it up a bit. Thicken it up. Yeah. Good sauce. Now I'm hungry. But I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for him to say it again. <laughs> no release date on Obi-Wan Kenobi yet. Remember that story? Um, oh, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Marvel. Oh, right, right, right. Well, it just naturally leads into Marvel. Um, but the next story does have a Marvel tie-in. 
Yes, it is Anthony Mackie, but we are not talking about Marvel. We are talking about him being cast in the upcoming Twisted Metal TV series as a post-apocalyptic mailman. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sony's PlayStation. <laughs> Hold on. There was another guy who did that movie. That movie was done by another guy. What was his name? A post-apocalyptic mailman? Yeah. Uh, oh, the postman. Yeah. Oh, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, uh, yeah. They got a... The Kevin guy. Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Ooh, we got there together. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Brain fart bubble Still pop. haven't got the, the name of the old witcher, but I don't get shit now. By, oh, it's by well the, in the past. By yeah. the end of the show, you'll have it. I'm yeah. sure We've moved on. IMDB. It's... It's going to come to me probably by the end. Um, Sony's PlayStation Productions has found one of the leads to the, its live-action Twisted Metal series, new Captain America, Anthony Mackie. He'll be the center of Twisted Metal's car-based mayhem. Deadline reported on Wednesday. We know that they will fuck it up. <laughs> no. that, ex- that explains Chris's expression. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he will meet twisted metal characters along the way, like Sweet Tooth, the, the demonic clown with a flaming bobblehead. Uh, other than some of the characters, it doesn't seem the new series will take many cues from the video games they're based on. Uh, so that's not really good for the whole premise of the show. What What would tell me the story of Twisted Metal? Does anyone know the story? Just got in the stupid cars and crashed. People die. People died, like, and they try to redeem themselves by having a don't, yeah, don't a think apocalyptic car battle. You could have That's I it. don't know maybe one other person other than Sweet Tooth that is recognizable to people. Mister Grimm, you know, it was it Axel? Axel was the two. What's the two car? Yeah, thing. Yeah, like come on, or man. The two tire thing. Yeah, the two tires. He was fucking. He was badass. He was. He was. He was. Uh, he. Uh, debuted in two. This one I'm very happy well. for him. Power to him. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about Twisted Metal, although I've heard of you it. You know as much as the rest of us. I'm all... Uh, Big I'm Brother's description myself much Once again, yeah, are it. there no other people that can be cast other than people that are already making gajillions no, of the only in people the Marvel exist. Universe? No. I Anthony like, Mackie. We... We um, find I have breaking news. Breaking you know. news. It was Vesemir. That's it. Hey! God damn it. We fucking finally got to it. Vesemir. Yeah. I the like Vesemir how he animated. said we. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to do it and you did it. That's how it works. There you go. Teamwork at its finest. Congratulations. You're now producing. Doing the work part. <laughs> Connor. Connor. What's going to work? Teamwork. Teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, Wonder Pets. <laughs> so the Twisted Metal franchise, their last entry was back in 2012, and uh, it was always more about the idea of vehicular destru- destruction and chaos rather than the story. So it could still be good. Is it like a demolition derby kind of? Yeah, demolition derby with guns and rockets. Oh, okay. and, yeah. So like Road Warrior meets. Demolition Derby. Yeah. And Mad Max all in one. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So we. Twisted Metal Black was probably the apex of the franchise on PlayStation 2. Um, after that, it didn't really do well. It overstated its welcome. It was sort of a flash in the pan sort of thing. And 
Yeah. Well, it's enough the of a flash to get a movie. This is a movie or a series? A it's a TV series. Oh. Is it going to be animated or live action? Live action. Well, you know, he's a good actor, hmm. so I'm sure he'll do what he can. Um, he's gonna I'm sure he'll do whatever he gets paid to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's going to be in a mail cart for, uh, going against the ice cream truck. I just don't want them to keep going with that, you know, next thing. Like, what, next, the garbage man? Yes, because the garbage man can. And then you see a Hummer, like, oh, that's the military guy. Oh, he's got a 50 cal. Like, come on, man. Can you be a little bit more creative? Turn the slow cooker up to six, at least. You're on three. Okay. <laughs> a little bit more. Just a little bit more effort. How high does it go? I'm surprised you didn't play the clip. It goes to 11. It goes to 11. goes to 11. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else who's going to 11? That's our ad segment, which, of course, we're not talking about Mazda again. again. (laughs) Different story, which, of course, is Big Teeth Graphics with our man Frank Percy. Of course, we have a, a big affliction of talking about Frank. He's obviously doing the con circuit as well, like somebody else we know. Mm-hmm. So, very much in the con circuit right now. He's talking about Karibe. He's got his sketches out there. He's He has a lot of really great artwork, and we always like to talk about Frank because he's a good guy, friend of the podcast. And Chris is doing a sound check. I'm not trying to do a sound check. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm sorry, Chris. You can't do that. If I could hack your computer and add that as your error sound, I would. I would be your HAL 3000. That sounds weird when it came out of my mouth. Giggity. It did, but hey, you said it. Well, I guess. I'm, gl- I'm glad it was something that you said and not something that I said because that's usually how that goes. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll lay off on that one. It's your first one back. Um, <laughs> I have, I have. What did I do? Oh, oh no! Well, now I have to, I have to hit it. We, um, how about we uh, move on? Yeah, we can yes, move on to the next story. Story, spicy picker boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because this story is a hey, huge. He's got a lightsaber. Too. <laughs> it's yeah, he's got a lightsaber too. We're talking about Star oh, Wars again. The, game, the guy from the Quantum Dream. That is, uh, what was that one? He was the in the video Becoming game. Human? Uh, yes. Yeah. Beyond Human. Beyond Human, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the main characters. That Quantum Dream game. is the studio, and of course, they are getting a rumored chance to make a Star Wars game. All right. Well, they did good with the last ones. Tom Henderson posted a lightsaber atop a screenshot from Detroit Becoming Human that seemed to directly link the two between the collaboration. I mean, I don't think it gets much more obvious than that. Maybe like a hash, hashtag making Star Wars, but okay. they, pro- they probably are like, no, man, get rid of the hashtag. But, and they well, just, yeah, just an ambiguous post. Could be. Or they're making a Star Wars game. I mean, Detroit Becoming Human, awesome game. It was really good. From the first trailers, it looked amazing. And what they were doing just with that, there was, I think it was Telltale, old man, that kind of started that trend of a narrative-driven story being really good if done right. And Quantum Dream kind of rose up. But it was just more um, beyond human. uh, And there's a couple other ones that Sony did. Um, uh, heavy rain was another one. Yes, so it's, so it's in that it, it's in that ilk. Shadow of Colossus, 
um, they were all narrative driven, but it wasn't like, you know, just pick a, you know, pick a lane. It wasn't like pick your own adventure books. Cause that's what telltale was. Yes. Even though the narratives was good. Yeah, you're not pretty, picking, you're doing their adventure. Well, they yeah, were doing you an IP, like adventure. Game of Thrones, Batman, Walking Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy. They were doing mm-hmm. different things, and they spawned, like, Borderlands, you know, with the Handsome Jack Borderlands game. They had but, a nice And all those two games were great. It's just that. The, but it was pick your own adventure. But yeah. with, it, It's just pick your own adventure. But with this one, they would. Uh, your actions would change that the the other stuff in the game and like how people correct yeah. you and Heavy Cyber Rain was a really good like game. That. Yeah, just do that. And make D- it better. Detroit Becoming Human. I played a little bit of, but it they're they're really gr- good in that aspect that you're talking about. That's why I think if they just Beyond Two Souls was another one. Yes, that's the other one. I, if they do that and the hell was that? it's probably like a timeout ad. Okay, <clears throat> if they do that with Star Wars. And make this new narrative Star Wars experience as like boom triple A game. I think that has a lot of legs. Well, they also just changed the studio name too recently, like a month ago. So um, it's now just PlayStation Studios instead of um, well, yeah, because whatever it was before. I think they wanted to list it out a little bit more like plain with their motion picture studios, their game studio, mm-hmm. and just have all that listed out, but. You know, Quantum Dream obviously has a very tight-knit relationship with Sony. Sony, obviously very mm-hmm. tight-knit with, Mar- uh, with you know, Marvel and S- Star Wars because of Disney. I got to imagine this is probably an eventuality that we're going to see this really awesome game. We're getting Kotar. Where would you like to see this game placed? New, uh, you know, I'll say New Republic in, like, you know, after Return of the Jedi. After Ray, Old Republic, High Republic, or you know, Fall of the Jedi. The transition between Old to High Republic. Okay, well, from High to Old. Yeah, from well, High to Old. old. To high, do, do it that well, Old to High or Old to High? There's, there's two. Like they're all Old Republics. The tra- traditional Old Republic to the High Republic. Yes. Okay. I want to see trend. that progression from like what it was to what it like you know to what it became because as as you grow and you gain more uh presence in and your skill set and and just with you know building that kind of um you know how did the jedi temple get built how did how did the uh like the jedi temple on coruscant get built like all that yeah. stuff it had to start somewhere force well, yeah, getting like a Jedi Origins game is kind of like where that tip tone in because Coruscant is old. I mean, it's definitely been renovated, but it's probably old. once or twice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been it's probably blown shiny. up a bit. But you see, there's levels because they just built another city on top of it. I like that old, the High Republic because you get the old Republic from the games and the tumultuous like Sith versus Jedi, and then just having like, well, we got rid of them and now it's just the Jedi. How'd you get rid of, ultimately get rid of them when the Sith were, spoiler alert, like fucking 30, 20 years, um, the Sith, they would go off to like a distant planet, we'll call it Exegol, make a fleet, and then come back and invade the core universe. And that would be great for a game because taking it back to Old Republic would be not really the Outer Rim, but you'd just be in the core systems because that's where the wars would be raging, really. 
And then maybe, you know, you go off to a, a lost Jedi temple in the Outer Rim or something like that and find that. You go to, what was the planet from? Uh, the apes? Uh, no, uh, Rebels. <laughs> Ezra Bridger's planet. I don't know. Ezra Bridgerton? <laughs> no, what was it? Lothal. Right. There you go. Lothal, not Ezra Bridgerton. <laughs> That's on the other side. Oh, right, right. That's that's what that's going to take it to the complete opposite side of the outer rim, man. That's a, a hefty Uber. It's all about pronunciation with those weird alien languages. Yeah. And Koitak are completely far just, away from You just asked for a Brazilian. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's why I'm and going to the other side. You're going to give him a reach around. It's, watch, your, watch, watch your pronunciation. It's outlawed there. in the inner core systems. You got to go to the outer rim for that. <laughs> so, you know, we'll have to. Sorry, see. did you say rim? <laughs> rim job. Oh. That is the ultimate rim job, isn't it? <laughs> um, outer rim job. Ugh. No, no giggity. <laughs> so, with the end of the EA embargo, my question is: What game company would you like to see make a Star Wars game? Obviously, this one we would. This company we would love to see. I'd like to see Insomniac tip their toes in that shit. Especially with after the Spider-Man franchise, and now they're doing Wolverine and all that. I know they're going to be overworked, but, you know, I don't know. Whip them more and pay them a little bit less. They'll they'll get through it. Uh, I got Naughty it. Dog Studios. Ooh, Naughty Dog would be great. Because they are very narrative-based driven games with a little hint of, like, RPG elements. Because if you've played Uncharted, you've played Last of Us, you've played um, God of War... Those would be where I would would want that heavy story game because so, the mani- the mechanics they produce are great. Well, yeah, I mean, it, if you get good mechanics in there, Naughty Dog is great for especially what they did with Uncharted. The yeah. whole Nathan Drake trilogy is even that's that's one that even if you don't play, you need to watch. And the the game is like now remastered uh, for PlayStation Four and playable on Five. It is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like if you love like that lush greenery and the sun and the, the the lighting effects coming through the trees and stuff like that, you know, just watch it. Yeah, you know, I really kind of shit on things uh, when they they were like, "Oh, it's getting the 4K treatment." Before we started tiptoeing back into the original Trek and that 4K experience because the upgraded CGI, all the, really good. the increased 4K look. It just looks so great. And I know Kat's a Trekkie over there. Sir. Lifelong Trekkie. She's probably commander of the ship. Actually, no. I'm just, um, I couldn't commit to being an officer, so I'm just a member of the shuttle. Yeoman? Yes, I am part of Starfleet International. You could be a yeoman up until you're replaced by a ready room. (laughs) Yeah, we, we made that assertion last night. Yeah. I would have loved to be part of that conversation. It was short. Um, that was but it. because was I con- don't really game it. and oh, even when it. I yeah. did, I don't remember um I never paid attention to who made the games. I'm just gonna say I'd like Studio Ghibli to do something Star Wars. I have mm. Well, they uh tomorrow. I think it would no, be not very wholesome. There there are a whole bunch of anime um studios getting their crack at Star Wars uh, with Star Wars Visions and that's dropping tomorrow 
Probably even tonight at 12 if you want to stay up late and be a rebel. But I feel like the studio, studio Ghibli would make a lovely little Padawan movie. Um, Padawan not... game. That would be super wholesome. I'd have to look up who the studios were. I right, right up to were. the point where Anakin murders them all. Stop it. Right. <laughs> if you have watched any Studio Ghibli movies, that kind of stuff can happen. <laughs> yeah, but that's what right. I, I want to yeah. say that they are involved with Star Wars Visions, but I'm not 100% sure. Studio Ghibli? Yeah, I don't think so, but I, it's one of those studios that has that kind of art style. Did I just retroactively manifest this? Or you, I, I don't, it could, or you remembered it from a past podcast. I'm pretty sure. Do we I have about superpowers? It. You could. Bust I'll say yes. <laughs> I'll say yes. I but, have one. I was about to say, would you if Star if Star Citizen ever came out and they, Robert Space is, Industries were to take on another project, would you like them to uh, do be, a Star would, Wars? They they'd literally never get it done. No. But then again, I don't I don't think Star Citizen will ever actually but it would be fantastic maybe they pitched if you have gone to the uh, pu yeah over at uh star citizen it's really awesome yeah and i mean if what if they they pitched it as a like a star trek uh star wars game they're like no man we're gonna make the entire star wars universe and they're like you will never get that done you're like oh Oh, yeah i'm gonna make my own universe I'd be all for it because they'd have like actual funds. They'd have Disney. Yeah, money. say. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- maybe they would get it done then. <laughs> but with Chris Roberts in charge, it still it would never probably get done. So you should probably just give it to like I don't know these people, <laughs> <laughs> these people, and it would get done. But if Chris Roberts did it in about four million years, it would be the most perfect Star Wars game ever. Oh yeah, ever just, he said. You're giving the control. Twenty generations to- later. You're giving the controls over to somebody with the psychological problems of Monk. Yeah. Yeah. The most convoluted ever. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So we tipped on on over to the next story before it comes daylight because, like this next story, you might see some vampires that way. Vampire survival game V-Rising is finally... Vlad? Release the trailer. So... One of the first things the gameplay trailer for Vampire Survival Game V Rising shows is an angry Dracula going to town on a tree with an axe. Oh, okay. Yeah, is it's like the opening minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you'd get, uh, you know, syrup that way. Um, so it's kind of akin to like the opening minutes of like Don't Starve, but a little bit more goth. Um, from there, it gets a little. How do you? I don't know where to start. You make your own house. We talked about the announcement of this game, but now we're getting this. You're making your own vampire village, and you know uh, I might like this. Can you? Are are there people you can vampire? It shows you you'll be able to craft your own castle, ride a horse. So this is like Animal Farm, but for vampires. Yeah. And harvest the souls oh, of people for blood. Go and kill people. Instead oh, of turnips. Nice. That's what vampires do. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, the one game, Could How to Survive. Oh, there's a talk, there's a that you have to do. <laughs> it's like How to Survive, um, Pillars of Eternity. I need but 250 of your villagers for blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't say no. I will trade you this talking anyway. sycamore tree. So you'll be able to... <laughs> You'll be able to cut down a talking sycamore tree <laughs> and build a crew of 
horse riding buds all while dodging daylight. Although some of the action does take place during the daytime, and apparently you can craft gear to lessen that damage of daylight. His running is just really amusing to me. It's very sassy. (laughs) I'm here for it. Love me a sassy vampire. Sassy vampire? Like, uh, mm -mm, I'm not going out in that sunlight. That was how he was running. You saw that, right? Uh -uh, Uh-uh. That's not O negative. It's too much that organic. Never gotten sassed by a vampire before. <laughs> but uh, it does look uh-uh. interesting. Uh-uh. And he's white. He didn't say the magic white. word. Like he's never seen the sun. <laughs> so for those of he only eats farm to table. <laughs> <laughs> Straight is this, organic. Is this oh. processed blood? <laughs> oh. Uh, so, uh, sorry, please continue. Those of interest uh, who are familiar with Sunlock Studios' previous game, Battle Right, uh, nope. the combat, which is definitely seems to have some sort of same spiny arena brawler type sure. of DNA. Because he's not eating the meat. He's just going no, for the No. That would make him pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Sassy, bougie vampire. <laughs> <laughs> It might be the title of the podcast. We'll have to see if we think of anything better. Lots of dashing, whirling uh, skill shots and leaping up for slam downs combined with a triad of vampire moves like uh, turning invisible and being a bat for a little bit. And splatting. (laughs) I think that was a splat. It may have been a squeaky whale. Yeah. Put a little oil on that. Okay. So to survive as a vampire, you need to hunt for blood in nearby settlements, hide for uh, from the scorching sun to avoid stepping into garlic fields. Something about uh, the image of a vampire accidentally stepping into a field of garlic and wailing in agony. Just that—that that is really kind of funny. <laughs> Makes me really want to laugh. <laughs> yeah. So build your own castle. Who now? <laughs> You know, fiend like blood, like a crackhead. I don't know. Um, You know, make your own crack vampire village. Make your own vampire crack den. There you go. I don't think that's the image that they want. Probably not. But V Rising is coming out on Steam, and it will have a beta later this year that you can sign up for. Just search into Google V Rising. I'm not your mom. (laughs) V Rising, I'm not your mom. Got it. I don't know. They may take you to your mom's house. You know the algorithm. Dot org. It's always a good watch. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you something else that is going to be a good watch. That's this next story. Once the tw- uh, segue. Yeah, once the uh, Twitchers get a hold of this one. Not the tweakers. Those are a different type. That was the last story. Um, hold on. Yeah, man. Really? Oh, yeah. There's a trailer below because Steam's latest hit is Gas Station Simulator. Aside from showcasing the latest AAA heavyweights to gracing the world of video games, the Steam store is also no stranger to the occasional out-of-the-blue indie success story. The store's latest surprise hit comes from the form of Gas Station Simulator, a game that does exactly what the title suggests. You run a gas station. Wow, with a name like that, I would have thought you were a nuclear engineer. 
And we're not talking about Wawa either. This is like that off-brand where they have gas spelled wrong. This is the one that they always stop at during the apocalypse, and then they find somebody in the the diner. In the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one that's out of gas. Right. You fix it up and put gas there. Yeah. You get it. My thing is, if you want to live this, just go to the self-serve gas stations, and you can live this for real. Unless you're in New Jersey. This is to get Jersey people sure. accustomed with how it works. Cause so they built this game around Jersey. Yeah. That checks out. I would, not, I would not be surprised if the people who made this were one out of Japan or two out of Jersey. They're two different oh, countries. Oh, in Japan. You don't pump your own gas in Japan? Oh, no. I would. Well, no, they have service attendants. That's just like an honor thing over there. I don't know. They may, you may be able to, but it's not like illegal like in Jersey. Oh, okay. You just bring shame to your family. <laughs> That's all right. I'm good with that. We got lots of shame going on. <laughs> it's hey, if you want like some jam. shame for your family, just go to the website, <laughs> write us. I'll send you some shame. We'll give it out for if free. If that's what you want, sure. So it's currently ranked third on Steam's top like seller list. Drago Entertainment's Gas Station Simulator is topped only by the new release Deathloop and Timberborn, which Deathloop has reviewers crazy. And they're also crazy about this one. I can, okay. I could get. I can, I don't know what the hell Timberborn is, the but there was something satisfying about seeing those wrenches in size order. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's 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 a nice look. Look wrenches at how perfectly booked order. the shelf is. Yeah, by colors too. You that's know, a nice little. That's a that's a nice that facing the shelf. You put like they're doing products a good job. together. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if you have to get, like actually move it around. Although that'd get really frustrating. You got to get it like in the circle, and it's just not moving in the circle a little bit. It slides back. You put something else, and your hand hits it, bumps it out. And you got to like. What do you think? Everything. This is a Bethesda game? No. <laughs> there was um, a VR place at that mall right next to Sesame Place in Pennsylvania. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And my daughter played like a convenience store in a gas station attendant, and you know she had to heat up somebody's burrito, and she threw it at them. It didn't. It she didn't had a good go time. Well. So she's not like going to work at a gas station. I mean, she might, but not for long. <laughs> <laughs> Do they also have someone come in to try to rob you? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, maybe. You I'm know, I don't think she got that far. Not in that area because the gas station simulator. She didn't even make it to the night shift. <laughs> no, she didn't. Players find themselves at the forefront of a brand new business opportunity after purchasing their very own abandoned gas station, the Dusty Bowl. Because nothing says awesome gas like the Dusty Bowl. You go here or Nowhere. you die. Yeah. That sounds like an old stripper name. I don't, it does. Dusty it does. Bowl. Dust. Hey. Coming up on stage two, the Dusty Bowl. Thanks for visiting us here at the Harry Donut. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that button on my board, otherwise I would. We'd have a fucking replay right there. I know how we got here, but why? Why did we get here? It was a perfect sound. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought there was going to be a sushi joke or maybe uh, even a bad burrito joke, but I never I'm thought we were going there. I've been thinking about that for days. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, so, budding business. Welcome back, Ed. 
Is it really a welcome? I don't. I don't feel welcome. Oh, uh, so uh, nothing says welcome like the dusty bowl. <laughs> there, uh, don't. <laughs> that is enough. Hey, man, we didn't mention Tom Cruise in the. I never want to hear those two words hilarious. put together ever again. Here's something that'll make you feel a little better. Tom Cruise's. That was a core memory I did not need, sir. Yeah, that's that's the place across the street from the. uh, (laughs) Which color is it? I want to know. Stop that, right? No, you don't. None of us want to know. That was a really great segue. (laughs) So you can find this on Steam at number three, (laughs) and have your own dusty bowl. Yeah. You're hungry? Go across the street to the uh, donut shop. You know, the brown donut. <laughs> you need R E R Lee uh, Emery's line of jelly donut. Yeah. Uh, the Steam store page is where Give you'll me find a hand it. Signal when it's safe. No, the, no, I'm done. The game. You're uh, good. Maybe. Let's see what he says. Thank, thanks for the audio. <laughs> the where the game is. Thanks, thanks for the oh. audio drop there, Kat. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> you, will, you will find the gas station simulator on its Steam store page. That's where all the, the general jokes for now. Is currently well, listed at 10%. Blessed. There's still a podcast left. Yeah. 10%. <laughs> still got time. Of, uh, 10% off until September 22nd. So you can get a nice little discount and, I don't know, not work at a gas station and just do this? I don't, I don't know. It's maybe maybe for It the looks week. like hours of fun unloading trucks and I want to know if you can put that on a resume as previous experience. Please no. It's for the people who also say that they're a neat. Yeah, I do hiring. If you put this as experience, you're not going to get a job. I don't know, man. I played uh, Euro Truck Simulator a lot, and I got a really nice setup, and I think mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to pass my CDL some at some point, you know? No. No, you're like, n- you're the not only simulator that someone will contact use, you. You could use this experience as flight simulator because that is intense. Yeah, that's different. I think it's still different than being in a plane suspended, a bit, you know, thousands of feet in the air where you make a mi- crash you it, make the smallest mistake, die. you die. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I become straight a out fucking, of the chocolate donut. I become as rich as Elon Musk tomorrow. You will not see me fucking strapping my ass to a rocket and going to space or skydiving or none of that bullshit. You'd see me do. Oh, no, thank that you. Sounds awesome. Anyway, yeah. one thing you would see me do is maybe buy this too big TV in the next story. LG is no. launching a three hundred. Oh yeah, no, a three hundred. Raise it up so the people in the back can see. A 325-inch TV that cost $1.7 million. Ten years, oh, you'll be able to get me. it at Walmart for 50 bucks. That's the same price as a small helicopter. Well, actually, probably not even a small one. Maybe even a moderate one. <laughs> it's just the same price as a Bugatti Veyron. Yeah. Isn't there a dystopian book out about, like, from, like, the 60s or 70s? I want to say Fahrenheit. Um, 451, but I'm not 100% sure where they talk about wall sized TVs constantly broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, that, or, or 1984? 
No. No, I think it was Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Was it Fahrenheit? I think it was it's Fahrenheit. It's one of, like, I apologize if I'm saying the wrong the one. one but that, that's that, immediately what I thought look, of when, when you pulled that bad boy up. Look, Fahrenheit, The Giver, Holes, some of the only books I've actually Back read. Back to the Future was, you know. I haven't read that book. That too. Okay. But $1.7 million for this LED flat screen LED TV. The hardware is 325 inches in length and bewilders the senses with a brilliant 8K resolution. It aims to compete for profit share from the likes of Sony and Samsung, who have also recently unveiled their wall-sized micro-LED models. It will also give you a suntan. Yeah, but if you don't want to spend close to $2 million on your next television, because, you know, tax, unless you go to Delaware, don't worry. You yeah, can get the scaled-down 108-inch model for a modest price tag in the low six figures. I'll, I'll stick with my 75-inch. Dude, I got, I, got a, I got a TV on the wall. I, I got a 19-inch TV in my bedroom. I would rather watch that than... I don't care how much money I have. I would rather watch that than spend... If you said, you can watch this shitty... You know those old portable TVs that it was like mm-hmm. two inches, two and a half inches, and yeah, not and color? Inch, yeah. You could say, yeah. you can watch this TV. It will get everything. Netflix, Hulu, all the cable channels, premium channels. You can watch it on this, or you buy this TV. I will take the small portable. But if you got one, I'd love to come over and watch for Well, that's because you don't have to go looking at other well, Obviously, they would give somebody TV. else that choice, and they would get the TV. Then I would become their friend and go watch it over their house. Yeah. Boom. Already got you done. You, you don't have, have to go over their house. You could just watch it from where you're at. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Especially you if you have it in, like, a modernist house room. like that. Oh, yeah, you just park yourself up at their, like, third or fourth neighbor from the street's front lawn. Yeah. Weird Al did a song which was called Frank's 2000 inch TV. It's right along that same lines. See, who thought, who would have thought in this day and age that Weird Al would be coming closer and closer to becoming right? Because you have fucking Disney yeah, with their gigantic screen that they use to film Mandalorian and everything else. Like the 2000 inch, that's probably that's close. Plus, that's ultra wide too. Yeah. So, you know. TV size is for the ultimate wealthy, I guess. When you get up to that range. It always starts with the wealthy, and then eventually once they start buying it, and it makes it cheaper for us normal folk. I, I, I don't care if that's $150. I'm still not buying How the fuck would I get it in my house? comes no, in separate panels. If you can afford room, that television, that. you can afford a way to get it into your house. That's very. You can afford to take the wall off your house to get it in your Look, house. Look, I only got or $2 million. Dollars. Here's, here's a better plan. Put your TV. Don't buy that. Sit in a room, smaller room that fits the fucking TV. You know what I'm saying? There's a chart. Well, I was about to say, get up. the TV ordered and then build a house around it. And then you're good. But your way is probably a lot cheaper. Just yeah. make at least one floor-to-ceiling win- window, like, pictured, that mm. is, like, French doors or whatever, and you're good. That's all. Just slide yeah. it right in. Just buy a VR headset and have that be your TV. I mean, that's I like taking the phone that. and putting it to your face. I can't do that either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one thing you can do is see... This is the cool part about that. This television actually represents... A pretty significant jump forward in display technology as this new 
set LG screen is set apart from the competition with something called DVLED, short for direct view LED. In the recent past, even the highest definition TVs required LCD screen between the LEDs to make your eyeballs in order to make it the picture crisp and clear that you needed that. Looking at those diodes alone, which were large and far apart, you'd just be staring at, you know, soup of random colors, like LSD experience. But as the LEDs get smaller... Like Dead & Company. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> um, it's just, it'll take it back fan. to... You'll think Jerry's alive again, man. Um, but as the LEDs get smaller and closer together for the enhanced resolution, you get a better picture without a filter screen ne- being necessary. So, so I, I love... I love that the way is where technology is going. I just I wholeheartedly love the way technology is going. It just makes me, you know, clamor for the, you know, I'm glad that we have technology like this, like laser projection as well, you know, because everything that Gene Ronberry created with Star Trek is coming true. Yeah, I mean, you look at, you know, your communicators on your, on your, you know, wrists, your Vulcans, turns out they're real. Well, we don't know yet. Yeah, <laughs> They're not talking we're to still, us. We we're haven't still gotten like 25 travel. years away from first contact there, man. Yeah, yeah we haven't gotten warp travel yet. We're good. First contact, 1945. Yeah. Hey, don't you listen but, uh, to Alex Jones? I'm what's going to happen in the next five years, ten years, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah but these are going to get really big. Yeah, it's it's to the point to where I like what they're pointing out in this article is that, yeah, right now there's another screen in there, and that's where you're getting the crisp picture as the just opposing having that flat LCD screen. Now you have some other stuff enhancing. Now when that stuff gets closed together, you don't even need that screen. It's just a bunch of fucking, you know, little light diodes. But because it's so big, now, obviously, technology, everything's going to expand and get smaller. So this is going to eventually trickle down. I don't know how TV trickle down, but cars is like, what, 10 years? Let's hope it goes quicker than that economy. <laughs> Still waiting for the trickle on that. <laughs> a penny, please! Please! I'm starving! We don't care. TV technology has NOS compared to the trickle down economy. <laughs> please, sir, can I have some more? Um, but one thing you want more of is... They're all about family. I didn't think of an end segment, but there was uh, there was one I was thinking of that I lost in thought. So, Katarina, you are back. Do you yeah. have an end segment? Wow. No warning whatsoever. At all. Yes, Thanks. we'll surprise it on you. <laughs> surprise, it's your gift. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just a tab card. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I just I need I just need a moment to center my chi. While you're centering your chi, we can have them center right over to the contact us page of our website, pjandwh.com, where if well that's about us. Um if you want to learn about us, you can learn about us there too. We're still waiting on Katarina's uh picture and description. <laughs> my picture and description of what? What? On the page. For about us. You can yeah. just copy what I wrote. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah Steve is classic. Give me the same. Like, Mine's the best. His is the best. It's Steven Bugrell. I'm Matt's older brother. Just I like uh, video control games C and, and cars. In con- control V, I'll be your big brother as well. 
<laughs> just the same exact thing. Same exact picture. bio. Like 100 You know what? My name is Steve. Same bio. Like long walk in the park and fresh flowers. <laughs> I love that idea. Copy, paste. I can have that on the website, like, tonight. I'm doing that. I'm just going to go. Everybody else has a paragraph and a half. I don't even Teddy Schools a has, like, a comma. book. <laughs> That's the reason you why it's so long. Entire life and where to buy copy. But, I but, think anything yeah. that I write would sound ridiculous. So yeah, just copy paste. Oh, of course, it brothers sounds ridiculous. for mine. <laughs> okay. Or even just leave it at I like thick boys and no, wait, let not just boys. I like I just like thick. I was about to How say about that, that that's your request. If the responses like we thick. get are on you. I know. I know. I, just, <laughs> I realized after the words came out of my mouth how terrible and destructive they were, so I'm rolling that back. Hey, we both had those moments this podcast. This has been a very evolutionary show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Um, I think I have our end segment okay. in mind. All right. And... Um, based on what I was saying, because, you know, when you guys start talking games, I always feel like I really don't have that much to contribute. Um, so I would like to say, what movie house would you like to see put out a game? One that has not put one out already. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, LucasArts is already banned from that. Well, yeah, um, because that's too close. Well, I think it's taking a lot of, like, common things out so i'm asking you guys to dig deep but you could also go touchstone yep yeah, touchstone yeah. pictures because that's where yeah, you know grittier. the disney adults go to play so you could have a grittier version on touch with touchstone um yeah, with them i could see something uh off the top of my head, mine. you could do L.A. Noir with them, with Touchstone. You could, that has a lot of, like, you could make that game a whole LA lot better. L.A. Noir, full penetration version. Okay. Bullets. So, um, to be clear, you're taking an existing game and having a movie studio reproduce it, or you're coming up just with making something it better. Like it. Yeah, fix it. So, just, this is a game that already exists. You could take yes. the premise. L.A. Noir already exists. Yeah. You okay. could take the premise of L.A. Noir. And it's they just, you know, that's, it's cop show. You know, you, that's the a common trope that you could take everywhere. Hell, Green Lantern's a cop show. Um, cop show with Touchstone. So here's mine. Um, have Amazon pair with Square Enix and make a Avengers game of the boys. Oh. Okay. That's a nice little deep cut right there. Square Enix, you would definitely be getting some Japanese in there. So there's probably going to be tentacles involved. Which is par for the course. I don't know. There's a couple of Marvel uh, villains and stuff with tentacles, especially in the <coughs> vast multiple. But no, it wouldn't be Marvels, but the boys from Amazon. Make that a game. Make that a game. Okay. Yeah. Steven, I'm interested in your answer, but before you answer, you cannot use the words Harry <laughs> or Donut. In your answer, or well, Tom Cruise? I don't. I don't. Really that just takes away his whole Tom choice. Cruise, Tom Cruise is fine as long as it's not Tom Cruise as Wonder Woman. Like we're At we have Harry to Donut. set firm okay. boundaries. So Tom here. Cruise is banned from the Harry Donut. Poor Tom. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna survive. He loved a good Harry Harry Donut. <laughs> Stop I don't, it I don't right really, now. I don't really know any of the names of. You could go with the one we just talked about. Sure, that one. Quantum Dream. That one. 
I don't I don't know any names of them. I'd have to care who they were. Yeah. I would love That's to see fair. an invincible game of like the supporting cast of Invincible. Yeah, they started there's a lot of really good side characters in Invincible with really great mm-hmm. stories because it's Robert Kirkman. Having I'll I'll answer for Big Brother because it'll yeah, be better. Sure, sure. Um it'll be more interesting. I don't know movie having houses, Invincible right? with I mean you could even do Amazon, Amazon to Amazon right here. Amazon, because they're already playing in the live action, having them and with Invincible and their side characters focusing on that. Amazon's done <coughs> a game before. They did the top top gear or game. All right, that's a, that's a, uh, very, a very interesting. Obscure, that's a very obscure objection, but I will allow it they because did, they did do. It was Forza 3 where they had Top Gear. In no, there. There was what about a Paramount? Has Paramount done, a, separate one. done a, a game yet? Hey, like Paramount Studios? Ooh, Paramount, yeah. Paramount suds out their IPs, but they don't do the physical producing of the game. Yeah. So they do have games. They just sub out their intellectual properties. Oh, to other people to make games. Correct. Like 007 and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So, <clears throat> yeah, no, that is a very good, difficult end segment. Although, well, yeah, Netflix already did one. Give me the last Starfighter. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. Who's doing it? Tubi TV. <laughs> um, who would do it? Bioware. <laughs> okay. Like Ubisoft. That. I'm just randomly saying words. Ubisoft would be good too. But it would be vastly disappointing in the end. Ooh. Yes. Just knowing Ubisoft. That's like saying Bethesda. Bethesda, there you're gonna get a man going like I would be in the middle uh, who, of this. Who desk. did um you know what? The last Starfighter, who did um uh, Robert Space Industries? I'm sorry, no. they're already busy. No. There's, they still have yeah, that. That will services. take forever. We'll never see the light of day. Um, <laughs> it's in the hopper. They they got they have a roadmap and they update it all the time. You know what? So I'll throw it out there, Tyler. He's you know he's done Space Merchant by now. He needs a new project. We'll get him on it. Yeah, I'm sure. Go ahead and get we'll, we'll have Frank do the artwork. There we go. We're you know there you go. We're entrepreneurs. We're oh, networking. We're that sounds we're, perfect. We're managing you. Yeah, yeah. Wall Janger Studios. Here we come. There we go. Next LLC. And We've I'm going to stick with Studio work. Ghibli because I think that they could make any game like a lovely, wholesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well, with mine, it would have been a rock star. But yeah, Rockstar could definitely do something. They could amazing. even make Ooh. Pulp Fiction wholesome. What was what was that game that um, did Fallout Vegas? That uh, came out? Obsidian. Yeah. Have Obsidian do Last Starfighter. Obsidian is was like, that was... Like one of those first rock star game studios that really came into their own, especially once they got under out from under what was it? Uh, who were they under? EA or Activision? They were under somebody. I think Take Two. Yeah, and then they got out from them, and it was just oh, cool, we're free. And then they did Outer Worlds, which was yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Amazing! I would Starfighter, love the last Starfighter in in. Kind of like an Outer Worlds esque. Yeah, they would space. do a Obsidian would be great for the Last Starfighter. Yep, that is a great poll. And on that, I think the old man has us completely beat for this end segment. If I'm you have a better yes. choice, go ahead and hit that right there and fill out your name, your email, and your message on pjandwh.com. I also have a button for that. 
P-J-A-N-D-W-H.com. And you will find all of the latest and greatest on that website. Of course, we end up this podcast the same way with the thank yous. We want to thank you to Mark Gervais for liking, sharing, as well as Shane Vasquez. And, of course, we want you to hit that like, comment, share, and subscribe right below. Of course, this is always a long, drawn-out goodbye. I am your host, Matthew Bugrell, the Batman. To my left, we have Katarina Thermoscaro, Wonderful Woman! Christopher Bristow, the old man. Our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother, Stephen Bugrell, who you can find on a loop Monday to Friday. We also have our mascot hero of time, Link Diablo, going to the super crazy place. And of course, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, game on, Walljangers. Bye-bye. Oh, no, we're going to end it. We're doing it live. Play on the Jangers. That was a good segue. Doing it. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think it's working. Four. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going. Okay. Ever the very astute producer, Big Brother. Welcome to the end credits, kids. So, Miss Katarina Thermoscara, wonderful woman herself, is back. And from Thermoscara? Yeah. She was doing cons at Thermoscara. Not that's, like illegal so that's cons. Where they come from. Like Comic Cons. Yeah. She wasn't heisting <laughs> banks. Know. So, how was it comparative to the cons that you've done previously? Well, first of all, um, safety is always the convention's number one priority. So, there were health checks at certain conventions where you needed to have been fully vaccinated and show proof of that vaccination or a negative COVID test within 48 hours of picking up your badge. Um, And there was masks on. predominantly so that act added its own kind of new norm kind of look yeah. you know and the crowds weren't as big for sure there's still a lot of people that uh, are hesitant to go well, those are the and, news um, yeah so one of the conventions that i work usually sees 10 to twelve thousand people over the weekend and this time they I think they topped off at about 5700 okay and wow this might be slightly but you know, just to give you an idea. Um, but as far as the machine, the machine remains the same, you know. Have you met anybody interesting in the circuit that you have previously met? No, they not? were all boring. All boring <laughs> people. That's why we're coming together to be boring. Well, um, um, the, the two that I've worked um, had a lot of anime people in there so like the the cast of my hero academia yeah and um some other ones in my mind nostalgic ones that i've met before everybody was super nice yeah in my mind you have uh, actual animated characters walking around they're not not men in suits in my mind in my mind they absolutely are they 100 percent are they are those characters they are We'll eventually see. I have to honestly say, just in my personal experience, voice actors seem to embrace um, their characters more uh, more so, I think, than live action because they don't necessarily want to get pigeonholed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But some of the voices of the uh, TMNT animated series were there as well. 
wearing TMN and t-shirts so that was fun nice there's that, that level of self-awareness it's like link walked right over to me like he knew french fry guy appeared he's like hang on he and literally he, barks he, at the phone he think I, I think he thinks french fries are gonna pop yeah. out of the bottom of the thing i have sonic the hedgehog for his ringtone it, da, da, oh da, boy da, da. he's like rough french fries we'll screw with him and we'll watch the movie yeah, so the con circuit is still healthy, which mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear. And old man, are you going to tell her? Did you tell her yet? I did not tell her yet. Okay. Oh, that's we need a drum roll? good news. Oh, you know, I wish I had. <laughs> All I have is. <laughs> that's not and that's exactly. not effect- That's not if, accurate at all. I don't know if that's set in the right tone. There. Because it's actually quite, dare I say, dreamy. And mine's oh. over over there with Big Brother, but Old Man has something to show you, which you can take with you to the con circuit, and we are giving you a black card. Oh my gosh, you have business cards? Tap it, tap, tap, and then PJ and WH pops up card, there. There's you a tap. QR code? Oh, that's so, dope. So there's a QR code on the back, but there's also an RFID chip in, inside the card, so when you, if you look at the screen, so I'm going to put my the card on the back of my Blair. phone here. And it goes right to all the websites for us. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, our website, and 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 affiliate websites through the link tree at the bottom below our website. We're so 3008. That's so so dope. um, One will be coming to your address, by the way. Okay. Looking forward to that. You have that for, because you're as much a Pete, you have become a solid part of the Triforce of PJ and WH. We feel so alone without you. It was so, it, God, <laughs> we were, we would literally have conversations about end segments and he's like, like, no, we can't do it unless Kat's here. Now we don't remember um, what they were. Yeah, so. I don't. I should have written them down we at least. Have, we should try It's to just not the same down. without you. You're the heart of the podcast. I missed you guys too. Um, although I, I have to say, I was saying, how did we get here? Very often in my life. <laughs> yes. uh, how's my audio, guys, just so I know? You're better. Am I good? A lot better All than right. last week. You're not, really good. You don't want to sit in the center there of the frame? Could we get, could I just get you to <laughs> Get you the center? Sit can in you, the center. Can you just of sit in the center photo? of the, of the, I mean, you and you I know, have the point of the conversation. I think is to look at you. He's, not he at scooted your over carpet. literally half a centimeter. Like, <laughs> oh, can you get in the center? Ah, all right. Well, at can, least you're you're in. The I, I can do a fat right, boy shuffle and then lean over. Yeah, you're in the full photograph. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. We call them thick boy shuffles over here. Uh, now it is right. the. It's a rule that you have to use <laughs> it. The thick boy shuffle, and yeah, I demand right. an EDM remix of this exact conversation. I'm not going to do it. Something better than that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So Big Brother and I actually got to experience something that Katarina got to experience, I think, back at Wonder Woman 1984. (laughs) But we went 34 years ago. Katarina got to experience this. A couple years ago when we were allowed, allowed to go outside. Yeah. So we went outside to the movie theater and we caught Shang Chi in real D 3D. It was amazing. 
I still haven't watched that, guys. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. This yeah, is me telling you and everybody in the end credits, you need to watch this movie. I have said this. I think I said it in the family chat. I stand by it. This is the best superhero origins movie since Black Panther. I would say Iron Man and Cap, but Black Panther was the last one to really do it this good. It's a solid story. There's solid Chinese mythos in there, and it actually tugs at the heartstrings at points to where with the main characters. It's properly executed, which makes Denny Vivenue... Mr. I'm going to do a remake and say it's original and then criticize Marvel for it. Oops, did I say that? Um, It's something solid on its own legs. And it takes this character in comics that people, you know, he was a secondary character. He was a B-list, you know, maybe even C-list superhero. He wasn't really up in the forefront. We need a superhero to stand in the background. I got that guy for you. 255. I love to hear it. You know? This is exactly what I want, you know? Two end credits. One, like, oh, here's the end of the movie. And then the real Marvel, like, no, I'm going to make you sit and read everybody's name. <laughs> but In every, in every country it. as well. Because the whole movie, it does proper of giving you an origin and setting things up for the future, just like Marvel is traditionally known for. But it does it with such an original fl- flair because, uh, what is it? Oh, you're on Walljanger Gaming. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. One box at a time. <laughs> chill that's what she said giggity but <laughs> it's one of those things that you semi- missed it <laughs> <laughs> semi Lou is really the yeah, perfect someone... person for that role i think there was already a fan that did cgi with him with the classic like 70s hair and it looked fucking awesome so i'm excited for the future of mcu i'm definitely going to see eternals in november and spider-man in december because it was a solid experience Walked in there, proper safety protocols. We sat down at seats. That I was confused at the seats because I was like, damn, there's supposed to be like two empty spaces. They blocked off so that people will actually be spaced out from each other. Mm. And, I don't you know, like people sitting on top of me anyway. You know, and there was like at first there was a few. There was a good be- amount of people in the theater. Shang-Chi is dominating the box office, but it's not like pre-COVID. When I went to see Wonder Woman 84, when you bought your seat, it blocked off the seat on either side of you. So if you were with, like, let's say a group and you could reserve those three or four seats, but then the seats on either end would be empty. And then no one, you know, then it would be the seats after that that people could sit in. Was it the same thing? Did you go? Was it reserved seating? There was like, yeah, there were two empty seats between me and the next, like, group because there was somebody seated, you know, on the other side of us. So there was at least like three people over there. Right. And it was nice, man. The 3D is the way to see it. I know Chris can't, but it if you can, yeah, it I is can't honest. Either. It's honestly it's so great. But the movie itself has its martial arts, it's, you know, everything that you love. So, I can't I can't talk more, enough about it. But it's definitely something I don't want to spoil, but I do want to make sure that all the nerds know. I am definitely going to see it. I just have not had a break at all to even I'm just wondering it. because there's a lot of fans out there like you two who are just like I real I'm going to see it and you will before it's out the run of the movies but right. I wonder how long it's going to run at number 1 in these conditions Well I would like to think that because of word of mouth and because it's being so successful um at, at least critically I know fans are saying that they love it and critically it's doing very well mm-hmm. that it's still number 1 when Chris and I finagle our old butts down there oh, that would be awesome <laughs> yes. 
You're like, yeah, you know, I finally got to see Shang-Chi. Still number one. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would I, I such fully expect to be like, I saw Shang. I finally saw Shang Chi, and they're like, it's still in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool, man, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, Harry. <laughs> aside, that was a really great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was even more suggestive. So there you go. That was great, man. It, it flows nicely. I like having the short stories because we really, I mean, yeah, it's like 820. We have a nice normal show, normal length. That's Everybody nice. has a ni- their comments in, a lot shorter. Old Man and Kelly have been preaching this to me for a very long time, and I finally came around on it because I have shit to do. I actually. I um, enjoyed the, that it wasn't um, as content Mm-hmm. intensive content heavy i wanted to get yeah, back I, to the earlier shows um what i would like for us to do if that's okay uh, make mm-hmm. another group chat of just the ones that are do the, the podcast weekly so like the four or five of us yeah um with with the articles in it so that i can read them beforehand okay because they kind of they kind of get lost yeah. in that i'll form another one chat i'll call it like pod chat yeah and, and that just way we can like bounce back so that we're not like like for me like I'm scrolling through the chat just trying to like desperately <sighs> find something. Me too. That's where I find all these <laughs> stories and then I just go for the quickest one which is like comicbook.com and then I I find a better looking story so it's not like ad 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 cuz of right. course those ad sites get the fr- the stories out first. Usually comicbook.com. Uh but I thought we guys um we all fell into step together quite yeah. It's like when you have that, you know, that close friend and you haven't seen each other in a while, but you just pick right back up. Yeah. Right where you left. Like was there was no show. time lost. It's right. a good show, even though yeah. Stephen has scarred me for life. <laughs> <laughs> we can That's all celebrate know. by going to the Harry Donut. <laughs> like, I, I actually, this is a wrist rest for my mouth. I actually was like rubbing it on my forehead to like scrape the memory. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you hear Mark's leaving the store? I, well, I've seen his posts on Facebook yeah. that he's leaving the store and he's going to an arcade place, right? Um, I'm not sure. It was that. I thought that was that place that just opened up there. Wasn't isn't that arcades? No, he's going to he's he's going to a place in Aston. Uh, the there's an arcade place that's opening up in Media, but he's going to like switching oh, okay. industries altogether. Altogether. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I, I got that confused. So At least I'm not banned there. anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're not banned anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's the positive. Yeah, I agree. So, although I was looking forward to eating a shawarma and just like giving him the side eye the whole time from the yeah, outside, just staring. We can yeah. add, we can we can add that into an ACPW show. Just have her just sitting there eating a shawarma, just staring judgingly. I'm down for that. that would be awesome. Just get a get a picture of you eating a shawarma. We'll make a cardboard cutout of that, and that way, when I go up. to when I go to uh, do the guest commentary of, at ACPW, I'll bring it with me. Yeah. I have to look hangry while I'm eating this shawarma. Yes. Well, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll bring it with me. Go method. Go Christian Bale on this. Yes. Real hangry. Get, you know, just like. I no, don't have to Christian Bale that. This is. This is like, 
this is like my Hulk moment. I'm always angry. <laughs> it comes naturally. We got Frank a nickname too. Frank One Punch Percy. Oh, I love that. How does he like that? Oh, he loves it. He loves it. I'm glad. Yeah, it was from Frank hopped on to one of Mark's wrestling things, and he knocked him out with one punch, a sack like a sack of potatoes. And I saw uh, that briefly in the group chat, but like I said, the, the speed of oh, which things yeah. go. I opened one, and it was like 89 unread messages. I was like, 89? It's only been two days. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, that, like, anybody going into that group chat, you just turn off the notifications. Just turn them I on. had to mute the notification. Well, I muted. I just muted Messenger completely because I was yeah. with my full time job and oh, yeah. all of the extra responsibility that I have with that. And then on top of that, working full time for the convention leading into the convention and mm -hmm. working the convention and then all the payouts after the convention. I just I needed to minimize like so I, mm -hmm. I muted my Snapchat. I muted my Messenger. I muted like um, I even muted some regular text messages because it just we yeah. lost him where did he go oh no he's still there <sighs> we're so, I'm that was weird. um just because even putting my phone on do not disturb the light just kept on blink 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 and i was like oh my god <laughs> this ant-man all of a sudden i need my phone like i can't have my phone on silent because i need it for work but yeah. at the same time yeah, no, I just I just turned off a lot of notifications. Really, that just once you go notify, uh, uh, uh you're getting. I shut um, I shut mine off for like maybe like eight hours at a time. This way, when when they start popping back in, I read them all, yeah. and then I'll stay. I'll keep it active for a little bit, and then I'll be like, "Yep, it's time to shut it off." And I just yeah. yeah. And then like I'd want to comment, but the thing that I wanted to comment was forty three messages ago, and everybody <laughs> had moved, remember like, three the topic days had ago. changed like six times. So I'm like, I'll leave it. Yeah, I'll yeah, just no, leave that, it. Yeah, that's that's another thing. So we'll have a separate chat. That's that's ultimately a good thing. Um, yeah, I, if we could do that, even if it's just to post the articles in and just post yeah. the actual Zoom meetings in, then that would make it easier for me that's to just. That's another thing I've been wanting to do for a while. Like, I got everybody else in a separate chat. This is, this is too much. But no, it, it is, we'll create it that. It is a lot. Yeah. It's a great chat. Please it don't is. get me wrong. I oh, love no, all great. the things that get brought to the table. It just it, it just yeah. is hard to separate the podcast stuff from the rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. That's why it's a family chat and not a podcast chat. Well, it started off as a podcast chat, and then it just yeah, turned into Chris, a family Chris chat. Yeah, and then Chris kept on adding people. Uh -huh. Well, then I, I added, added in a couple, and it's so like everybody. Yeah, and then yeah, Kelly yeah. added in a couple people. And it was mainly Chris. I added, I added zero people. Christopher added 33 people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I you know I find people with greatness, so that's all I can say. You do. You do bring some great people together. He has an eye for talent. I will say that. He's not like that one. Are you guy. talking? Was... Are you talking about me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Does. And yes, he is. Shucks. I'm ready for them to hit the subscribe button right here. Like and comment below, right above my head. That's where you're going to find the ev the very best Purge Hangers and Wall Hangers video for you. And right above our cardboard, Kelly is, of course, every single Triforce podcast in a playlist. And, of course, as our main man, Connor, always says. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. <laughs>